Welcome to the show and thank you for checking us out. Uh, if you could, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and also smush that like button. That would help me out. So today we have a two for one. Two great guests, Doug Aldrich from the band's Lion, Hurricane, he's been in Dio and Whitesnake, and also Glenn Hughes, a Deep Purple member and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame alumni. He was in Black Sabbath for a little bit and the supergroup Kings of Chaos. And together, Doug and Glenn are in The Dead Daisies, which uh, they have a new album out called Holy Ground. They're on tour with uh, comedian Don Jameson and the Black Moods, who I both had on the show. And uh, this was just great conversation and stories. We talk about the Dead Daisies and lots of other great stuff. Um, just to preface, though, we did have some te- technical difficulties on this one. We couldn't hear Doug on his laptop, so he used his phone for audio, uh, but it still seemed to cut in and out. And uh, Glenn's seemed to be a little bit better, but also a little bit scraggly. So unfortunately, that's uh, just Zoom sometimes. So if you can bear with it, uh, I think you'll enjoy this episode because there's a lot of great stuff in here. So check it out. Welcome, Doug Aldrich and Glenn Hughes to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Excellent in Florida. Yeah, you're in Florida, so it's got to be humid there right now, right? It's Very always humid. humid. It's beautiful, though, on a Friday afternoon. You it's have Friday. Right. It's Friday. That's a party night right there. For sure. You guys have two shows in Florida, right? Yeah. St. Pete's tomorrow. And are those both with uh, Don Jameson and the Black Moods as well? Yes. Correct. And you've it's going well, by the way, Chuck. The tour is? It's all going well. It's all going great. The fans have been fantastic, and we're all loving every moment of it. Yeah, so Don Jameson, I had him on the show. I love him. I think he's hilarious. But some people might find him offensive. How are audiences, or they might just not want to see a comedian at a show. So how are audiences responding to him? I think it's going it's going fantastic. Oh, that's so. great. That's good yeah. to hear. I think it's going amazing. Um, Don is he's hilarious, and and you know comedians are sometimes you know that's part of their thing. I mean, look at Dice. He grew up with Dice, so right. Yeah, those are my favorite kind of comedians. Are the ones that that push the boundaries and and are a little bit make you kind of cringe a little bit. Uh, if they're not doing that, I feel like they're not trying hard enough correct yeah he's yeah. not afraid of boundaries what's that he's not afraid to push the boundaries no right 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 um so then the black moods i'm wearing my shirt right i don't know if you guys can see it. i got the oh, uh, nice the good good guys yeah they're i got the great. yeah because they're, they're good. i'm in arizona they're from arizona and i just i think they're one of the most underrated uh, bands in the they world are. They make amazing music. They really don't have any ba- uh, bad songs, and they sound no. really good live. Do you guys agree? They are. That's true. Yeah, we love it. We love them. They're fantastic. So glad they're with us. Yeah, Josh is um, super talented. Down, He comes from the Ozarks. He's a really um, down-to-earth kid. Really, I, I, I love those songs. I, I always, I love their song, Bad News. Bad Mood. No, Bad News. Bad News. Bad News. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, that whole new album is great. Uh, and then you guys have a new album with the Dead Daisies, Holy Ground. Eddie Trunk, I heard him talking about it. He called it a crushing rock record. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys recorded it in the same room. And then is this the one that you worked yeah. with producer? Is it is it Ben Gross or Grossy? Correct. Yeah, we did this, um, Chuck, we did the album in the south of France in November, mm-hmm. December of 2019 before all this kicked off in the world. 
the songs were written in the summer of 2019 and recorded in, in late 2019. South of France. That sounds nice just to hang out there. Did you get some time to like do some recreation? We did not. We oh. worked around the clock. We lived together. Uh, the great thing for me, Chuck, I was the new guy in the band at the time, and I wanted to get to know – I know Doug Likey's my brother, but I wanted to get to know – we, 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 we felt it'd be great for me to come down and live with a band and have breakfast together and make some music, have some laughs together. And it was a great way for me to come in and, and be part of the family. Yeah, so let's talk about the other members. So Tommy, uh, is it Clufettos? Is that how I say his name? Clufettos. Yeah, so he's the drummer. He's worked with Black Sabbath and Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, Ted Nugent. I mean, that's a pretty impressive resume. How does that guy keep getting such high-caliber jobs? Because he's great. Great player. The actual pronunciation is Clufettis. Clufettis. Yeah. Clufettis, okay. Clufettis. It's like weird. I I kept calling him Clufettos. Like, no, yeah, funny. I know. I have a friend called John Barbados. So with Tommy Cofletus. So there you go. Okay. And then uh, David Lowy, he's obviously the founder of the band. And I, I didn't know this. This is so interesting. He's an Australian real estate mogul. He plays rhythm guitar. So what's it? He's kind of the boss, right? So what's it like having him as the boss? Does he? And I think he's also into flying planes. Does he fly the plane when you guys travel? He does Tom? sometimes. He does sometimes. Yeah. He's, he's a lovely uh, guy. He's a lovely he, guy. Successful businessman, but a rocker at heart. He was playing rock when he was a kid, and then he, he took it off, took off for a while after college mm-hmm. and got, you know, was working in the family business. And then he decided, you know what, I miss it. And he's yeah, he's very successful, but he is a very down to earth, one of the most down to earth people you'll ever meet. And he's very focused on guitar. He's got a really signature sound that's part of the Dead Daisies. It's a very aggressive, almost punk, punk style. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to have him on the show. He just sounds like such an interesting guy. And I love how he, he's not trying to be the star of the show. He's really letting you guys kind of take over and he's kind of playing rhythm guitar. Does, now, does he contribute to the songwriting though? Yeah, we, yeah. we all, we all do this together, Chuck. We bring, Doug and I bring the music in and we work on it together. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving the new album. Um, it's Thank interesting. You. you guys, uh, so you all have a connection to David Coverdale, including uh, Josh Kennedy. From the and or the the whole the band the Black Moons because they opened for the uh, White Snake. So who has right. the best uh, David Coverdale story of the three of you? Or- oh, oh well, I've known David the longest. He's uh, my partner in Deep Purple. Uh, when David joined Deep Purple, he had billion music, and he came into Deep Purple this huge band. So I've known David from when we were children. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got I don't know how I can I got stories I can't probably tell, but the Shit. most important thing is David just turned 70. He's now in the 70s club like myself. And we we think about him and we love him dearly. He's a dear, dear friend. He's my soul brother. Did did Josh ever tell you the story of when he met first met David Coverdale? Uh-uh. Oh God, it's so funny. Yeah, he he'd been trying to meet him. They had opened, they'd been opening him for a while for for Whitesnake, and then he had never met him. And then finally he met him and, and Dave and David's like, Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And he's like, are you in the band? <laughs> Josh is like, I'm the lead singer. <laughs> he wow. didn't know, who he was. <laughs> but he said he's, they, they raved about him. They said he was a really sweet guy. So that's just funny. I worked with David for 12 years. We wrote 30 songs together. We traveled the world. We, we've been probably uh, over 60 countries together. And he and Glenn are both like my big brother. And, uh, 
But you can imagine through playing thousands of shows with him, there's some great stories. But I'm not going to. You can't tell me. Nobody could give me a David Coverdale story. All right. Well, I'll tell you one story. Oh, my God. He, he, we, were, we were on tour in the U.S. And he had his own bus. He was borrowing Joe Perry's bus at the time. And we rolled to um, somewhere on the East Coast. I forget where it was. But he got there early and he went off his, his set up his room with candles and all the tapestries, you know, that how he likes it, got him unpacked and lit some candles, whatever. And they went out shopping. Our bus rolls up a little bit later and there's fire trucks everywhere. And, um, and it was like, what happened? You know, and said, where are you, where are you guys? We're just checking in, you know, well, you got to wait. And David comes back from shopping and they said, sir, what room are you in? You can't, you know, it's closed. And he says, well, I'm in the presidential suite, of course, you know, and like, okay, so that you, we've had a problem with your room. You had a fire. And it's like, what? You know, and it turns out that his assistant put a candle on the, the toilet and the candle melted down during their shopping spree and the toilet exploded. What? So, and, and the first thing David said, at the time, I used to be a smoker and David said, who, one of you smokers must have done this. And it was like, turns out it was his room, his, his toilet. And we had to wait a couple hours to get back up there, but um, it's all fun. You know? Wow. I'm glad no one got hurt, but that, that's a pretty crazy story. It was uh, a plastic, it was a plastic toilet. Oh, so, okay. I was going to say, cause if it's like fiberglass or whatever they're usually made of, I would think that would just <laughs> put the candle out, but okay. Interesting. Um, so dead daisies. So now you guys, when you're doing the, um, the old catalog, Glenn, how does that work? Because you weren't there to contribute to those songs. Do you still no, like playing um, the old songs? Um, we chose the songs that would be appropriate. Um, we had a group conscious meeting about that. Uh, again, Chuck, the, the, the show is promoting the new album, Holy Ground, which is the most important. But of course, we're going to play uh, a few old songs. It's natural to do that. Uh, and I, you know, um, it's, it's going well. It's going let well. Me, let me say this, that Glenn is, he's putting... And he's hueifying them and putting a fresh coat of paint on them. He does it his own way. That is beautiful. Wait till you hear some of the older songs like Lock and Load. It's like a brand new song with Glenn. It was great before and it's right now. It's just different. But I think fans are going to be blown away when they hear Glenn sing. Not not only the new stuff, of course they will, but the old stuff as well. Okay. And cool. there's surprises in there too. That um, Glenn is Glenn is. On, I, I gotta say, he is so connected to the source right now. He is on fire. I've never, I've done a lot of gigs with Glenn, and he's the best ever. Yeah. Well, and, and you guys do some uh, Deep Purple songs, but why not some uh, White Snake songs or some other songs from some of your other bands like Hurricane or Dio or um, Trapeze never. or Black Sabbath? Oh no, 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 no. We, we promoting the dead. Holy ground. And we have to. I mean, people, sure. would, we, we would be killed if we didn't do a, a couple of Glenn Staples. But I mean, yeah, you could do White Snake, you could do this or that. But we're really, we're really into the, promoting this Dead Daisies mm. with Glenn. And it, it's going great. Mm. If you, and of course, White Snake still plays. So you can go see Coverdale do those songs. Oh, yeah. I know. I just thought it'd be fun to throw, you know, one of your older bands, like, you know, st stuff that. You probably, most people couldn't hear for live anyways, but, 
Um, now you guys are working. Are you already working on a new Dead Daisies album too? Yeah, we are. We we are. We've got songs. Uh, Doug and I came up with a bunch of songs last summer in uh, 2020, which we are gonna at some point, hopefully at the end of this year, hopefully go and make another album. Okay. Yeah, because I heard you talking, Glenn, and you said that you you still write music seven days a week. You write music every day. I, every day. Every that's, day. That's amazing. Like how it's, many? It's 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 like brushing my teeth. I, I'm always always writing songs. Wow, that's that's great. So there's got to be a lot of songs to choose from. There's a lot of songs. There's a lot of songs. And Doug and I put some some time in last summer, about four or five months of, of work to make sure we had a great follow up album for, for Holy Ground. Wow. We're really excited. We don't know the schedule yet or anything, but uh, it's very exciting always. And, you know, uh, we, we get to do it together. Like, uh, I don't know if we, Glenn mentioned it, but we, we, we like to get together, even if we've got a rough idea of what the song is going to be, get together and everybody puts their, their stamp on it. And that's important for a band, I think, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's very important. Well, so Doug, you've been in the Dead Daisies the longest and they, they've just had so many stellar musicians, but was there anyone that they've reached out to that turned them down? I don't think so. I'm, I mean, I, I only have experience with, um, you know, when Glenn came in and, and Dean Castronovo came in, that's only two I know. But the thing is, is um, it's, it's been a work in progress. A lot of times bands will do exactly what we're doing, but they do it behind the scenes before they've made a record. Mm. But David was like, let's just blow forward. And as we've been moving forward, we've been finding crucial pieces to the band. And hopefully I'm one and definitely Glenn is one. So, um, you know, we're moving in a a slightly new direction, Mm. which is exciting. Um, and we'll see where we'll see what happens on the next album. I mean, we don't want to make this. We don't want to make Holy Ground too. We want to go. Further. No, no. It's it's a. We have a, I guess, a signature sound with the new band, if you will. I think it's safe to say that, Doug. So we're going to continue making the signature sound on the next album. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that Glenn's had two guitar players, and I want to say, when when people come and hear mistreated. When they hear David Lowy, what he's playing against what I'm playing, it sounds awesome. And it's yeah. a new kind of mistreated. Glenn's singing it in a, in a slightly different way as well. But the fat bass and two guitars instead of the guitar and the yeah. normally it's here. A, it's, a, it's a high point of the show, actually. So long may that continue. Do you guys change the set list or is it going to be the same one for pretty much every show? Um, at the moment, it's the same. We don't know. We, we could change it. I want to change it. There's a song I want us to play. I'm going to throw it out there right now. We've already learned it's called Sacred Grace. It's from the new album. Mm. It's a bad, got a great melody. Let's get it in the set, G. Come on, let's do uh, it. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to go. I was just going to say, that's. I was just listening to that song this morning, and that riff is so... Did you write the... Who wrote that guitar, opening guitar riff on that one? It's I, so great. I came I came up with that. Glenn came up with it. Dog and he loved it, so we kept it. Yeah, and the Thank solo, I mean the whole you. the whole thing is sounds amazing. So people definitely need Thank to get you. that album. Glenn, are you still playing with uh, Kings of Chaos too? Or is that just I like- am when, when I can, when I have the time. Uh Matt is you know Sorum is a, a, one of my best friends and we try to do it whenever there's a, a window of opportunity. It's difficult as you know at the moment. 
Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, though. I mean, even Dead Daisies, too. It's like, I mean, because these superstar all-star groups, it's got to just be so fun. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Doug, I was going to ask you about this. I thought this was so interesting that uh, I heard that you, when you first left Whitesnake, you left it because you wanted to spend more time with your son. I think that's so rare in this business. Did you feel like, were you worried at, at that point that you might never work again? Or did you feel like you're, you've you know earned your your cred enough that you'll be able to get some sort of job later? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I offers to do things. And, and yeah, they weren't on the level of of white snake, but I, let me just put it like this. The greatest thing that's ever happened to me is, is, is being a dad. And I was going through a breakup at that because I had been a thousand percent David and I had to put a, I had to put a goalpost. Okay. Okay. This is it. I can't, I can't, I love David. I love the band. You know, those guys are friends, but sure enough, you know, you throw it out to the, you know, I, I took a gig in Vegas and I was very safe and everything was cool. But then at the right, at the most perfect time when I was just like burned out on Vegas, Glenn called me and Glenn's like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do some dates. Soren can't do them. I really need somebody. I need a friend. I need somebody I can trust to do it. And I, and it was like the perfect timing for me to get back. By that time I was in a relationship and me and Glenn, uh, it was great. So there you go. I mean, you go from White Snake to Glenn Hughes. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's amazing. The, the Dead Days were, were all friends of mine. I've known John Karabi since we were in high school. But to answer your question, the, the initial thing is there is nothing. I will cut off my hands right now and never play guitar again if that's what's best for my family. My, my kids are the. That's it. That's super honorable. That's amazing. I, I love to hear stuff like that. That's great. Cause I mean, well, obviously being a rock star and being in these huge bands, that's, that's really important. But yeah, I mean, would you have the priorities like that? Your family's number one. That's amazing to hear. That's what you work for all your life. And once you, you know, as people who know who have children, you see your priority shift. And it's like everything that I do now is them. is so that they're, I, I've lived a great life. I'm, you know, Hey man, if, if I get taken out by COVID or something, I, I can say I did it all, but I got to protect my family and take care of them and make sure emotionally. And that, that was the reason for my boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Glenn, I didn't realize this. You're, you're a big sports fan. You used to play sports mm-hmm. and uh, is soccer. Is that kind of your number one? It sport? is. It is. I, I played soccer as a child. Um, did pretty well. Um, I love sports in general, but soccer is my my favourite sport. I'm crazy about English football, and Wolverhampton Wanderers is my club. Do you now? I know you guys don't get a lot of downtime, but have you seen this Ted Lasso show? It's kind of like a big hit right now. It's like going around. I didn't know if you'd be a fan of that. We've been watching that a lot. And I just wondered if you were a fan of that show. I haven't. I've heard about it, but I have not seen it yet. Thank you for recommending it. Yeah, check it what, out. What's it about? It's about this football, American football coach who's recruited to England to coach a soccer team. 
And so, yeah, you kind of find out, you're like, why is this guy? And then they kind of explain it, why he's recruited to coach a soccer team. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's a Jason Sudeikis. I don't know if you're familiar with him from Saturday Night Live. I love him. Yeah. I gotta watch this. Yeah. I think you'd really like it. Yeah. It just made me, made me think of that, but yeah, I I love movies and TV. And then um, I think that's cool. Like Doug, you actually did some TV and movie work. You wrote the theme for the transformers and with your band lion. Yeah, it was, it's a long story. I won't won't bore you with it, but basically we, we, they they co-wrote, co-write this song the transformers show and and it was cool we we still i still get little it used to be like royalty checks but little by little they uh, get small yeah would you guys try to get some movie and tv work for the dead daisies like because that seems like such a lucrative thing right now man it is they're yeah. always they, uh, they, they have um going on with like no other at the moment uh for supporting fans around that uh, some um we work with NASCAR a lot we work with the nfl uh there's a they've used our songs in in the, um but tv is um that might be actually working on a on a tv show with it's all good it's all it's all kind of intertwined now so it's good to, to do whatever you can to promote the band yeah, because Glenn, now you have a TV, uh, movie TV connection as well. Are you still friends with Cameron Crowe? You guys bonded am, over yeah. R&B music? That is a no, cool Cam- friendship. Cameron and I have known since he was 15 years old, and we he came on tour with us in Deep Purple, and um, we are both R&B fanatics, Cameron, and we still, we still talk about it, and it's one of our loves is R&B music. That's su- I love Cameron. Yeah, that's... That's super cool. Now, did you, I haven't read your book, but do you write about all that kind of stuff in your book? I did. I, I did. Um, it, it, my book covered everything. I wrote my book, first of all, and I didn't really talk too much about my my relapses. Um, and then I wrote it again. I added the, 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 all the dark stuff, you know, all the real heavy, truthful close to death moments which i was frightened to talk about and Mm. then i realized i needed to share the real deal so a lot of stuff (laughs) there's no i pretty much told you everything yeah Yeah, i needed to do that i was reading this uh thing yesterday and it was just all these the random stories on louder sound it had like a story with you with thin lizzy and a story with david bowie and john wayne Mm -hmm. The, the keith moon story though my jaw just dropped reading this. Like, was that something that you wrote about in the book? Or have you ever told that story before? Because I couldn't believe, have you heard the story, Doug? I have. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I've known Keith since 1968 and we, we keep friends throughout his life. So we got together quite often and, uh, you can imagine he was a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful comic comedic genius and a lovely fellow. Yeah, it's a, that's a crazy story. People can check that out. But um, let's see what else. What, what else can we talk about? I, I want to ask you guys, like, if you have any like health or, or fitness tips, because you both look so young. I'm like, how do how do people do this? What Are you guys like doing some sort of exercise every day or like green smoothies or what is it? Doug? Well, we try to we try to take care of ourselves. And, and uh, you know, it used to be like when I was used to be like when I was in my 20s, I could. I can eat a whole pizza by myself. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was just like, now you have to be, now 
you just, I just have to be really careful. I'm trying hard to sit down. COVID, you know, and um, and we we uh, we just try to to you know eat well and take care of ourselves. And and some days, you know, you look you look a little rough for the road, but other days, you know, you get lucky. You know, mm. I um I live at the beach, and during COVID, a lot of my friends, I guess, gained weight. Uh, I took advantage of of a, a lot a lot of exercise. Um, car, I'm a cardio fanatic. I'm vegan for mm. five years now, and that all helped for me to get a good head start on taking care of my physicality as well as much as my emotional. The inside, I call it an inside job, taking care of the guy inside rather than so much the guy outside. Yeah, that's great. Well, because. I was. I heard you talking about um, your friend Doug Goldstein and how he had kind of helped yes. you through some dark periods when you're struggling with addiction. And you just mentioned yes. before that you know you you talked about a lot of that. So, what advice would you have for somebody? Because sometimes, like I have like friends, not myself personally struggling with addiction, but I have friends who are struggling with it to the point where like if they don't stop it, they're gonna die. And, and I yeah, just like what. Will. What can I do? You know, you've been in that position. Is there something that somebody could have said to you or done for you that would have helped you quit? Trust Chuck me. Chuck, trust me. Everybody that loved me or loved me told me on numerous occasions to get it together, to get it together, to get it together. Even Doug, bless him. Goldstein, as mm-hmm. well as Doug Aldrich. I got it together when I was sick and tired of waking up sick and tired so many times i tried to stop and so many times i couldn't get it together my 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 suggestion for those out there that may have had one too many drinks or are gonna you know do you gotta realize that that stuff is never gonna last that high is never gonna last forever you gotta get a grip on it you know um i'm smiling but it's a really a friend of mine right now is really struggling really really struggling i pray for everyone that is having problems with any addiction because it needs to be dealt with you can't shove it away and brush it under the carpet you have to deal with it because it will take you out and how did you did you go to rehab or something or did you just quit cold turkey i did you did yeah i did i quit um let's just say i had one too many cocktails uh on Christmas Day, 1991, I found myself in the ER room one more time. Mm. And I realized that I had a choice to go back out and do it again or go into, I went to the Betty Ford Center mm. in 1992. And that was the last, and then that, that fixed it? No. Or that's when I you had, had the relapses? Few, I had after. a few relapses okay. in, the, in the mid-90s. And in 1997, I had my last cocktail. November the 23rd, 1997, and that's when I started this full road of recovery. And it's been an incredible, incredible journey. Somebody said to me early on in sobriety, you're going to go on and make even greater songs, write better songs. You're going to go out and sing better. I said, well, I've already done it. He said, no, you're going to do even better. And I think I've had a good long run of great, a great lifetime of of clean and sober living. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you both, sorry, Doug, go ahead. I was just going to say along with, you know, um, addiction things, everything got, uh, more intense during the COVID during last year, there was a Mm -hmm. lot of people who 
were drinking or doing more drugs or just basically having mental struggles. Like, yeah, it's it really, it's been a, it's been a really, you know, a rough ride for a lot of people. And yeah. uh, one of the things that, that I, you know, that we're so happy to be is out on the road trying to, you know, through music, have people have a good night to forget about whatever it is and hopefully inspire them to, you know, to get back up on, on their feet and go like, you know, okay, I'm, I've been in a bad spot. I got to work myself out of it. I had a great night with the dead daisies, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but yeah, this, the, the mental health thing, especially for kids and very and, important. And yeah. It's, it's, it's been rough. So music, Glenn, tell them. It really is. It, uh, I, I say over and over, Chuck, that if someone's having a bad Oh, yeah. May I suggest getting home, drawing yeah. uh, the blinds, closing the curtain, put your headset on and listen to the music you can connect with. Whatever music that is, listen to music that can connect you to your source, to your root. I always say that music is never going to change the world, Chuck, but music, in my opinion, is the healer. It is the greatest healer known to mankind. I love that. You're so passionate. And I, I love this too. This is, you know, I'm always interested in how people become so successful and you guys are both at the top of your game. And uh, Glenn, I heard you talking about how you, you literally like slept with your guitar when you were a kid, like you fall in love and you, and that's your yeah. advice to people is to fall in love with your craft, whether it's music or whatever, like just go in 110% and I, go. I, 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 I've just read, I, I went to sleep with my guitar for quite a few years. Uh, and the same in about 10 years ago, I, I, I took my guitar and slept with my guitar again. I, I, I fall in love with, with music every day. So for me, any craft, like I told Doug's kid, who's a, he loves soccer. He's 12 years old. Mm. Just keep loving. To, go to bed with your soccer ball and wear your goalkeeper gloves, yeah. you know, and he's doing just that. So if you love something so much as a child, stick to it and you'll have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And I think that's a good advice too. like, you know, if people need to channel, cause it's like you had that, um, I don't know what you want to call it, addicted gene or, or whatever, like where you were, you know, you just, when you do something, you go all in. So when you all just in. take it, take it off from the booze and just put it all into the music. And then you're all creating in. this amazing music. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, in this half of your career, I, I think you're on yeah. at the top, you guys are both at the top of your game. So amazing. People should definitely check mm-hmm. out dead daisies. I want to see them. Are you guys going to maybe come back to Arizona? I mean, the black moods are from there. So we, um, yeah. we were supposed to play there right. uh, next week. Uh, and we, we, the, the gig was canceled, not for our fault, but mm-hmm. we promise you in Arizona that we will come to see you whenever we have the window of opportunity. Okay. Sounds good. Well, um, I like to end each episode uh, with a charity. Is there one that you guys want to just throw a quick shout out to or one that you like to support of people after they get by the new Dead Daisies album, of course, if they have a couple extra bucks lying around? Well, there's so many. Lens, you're just probably- I mean, I'm, I'm an I'm a animal advocate. Uh, you know, a dolphin project for me is, is my, I'm an ambassador over there. I've saved the dolphins. Oh. We've got slaughtered each, this time of year, every, every year in Taji in Japan. I'm a huge uh, 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 ambassador for helping to save dolphins. Oh, I love dolphins like most people do. Yeah, I the love dolphin dolphins. Project. The Dolphin Project. The dolphin. Okay. I will put that in the notes along with the uh, Dead Daisies website so people can check it for tour dates and, and definitely you. check out the new album, Holy Ground. Thank you. All right. Thanks.
Thank you, Chuck. Thanks, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Stay cool out there. All right. See you guys Thank later. You, bye bye. Bye bye. Well, there you have it. Two legends: Doug Aldrich, Glenn Hughes, Dead Daisies. Definitely check out that new album, Holy Ground. See them on tour with the Black Moods and Don Jameson. And uh, some dates have some other opening acts. Um, or if you're listening to this in the future, maybe it's totally different opening acts or it's a hologram or who knows. So uh, you can also show your support and keep up with Doug and Glenn by following them and the Dead Daisies on social media. And that is also a great way to support my show. Uh, I'm really trying to get that to that 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel or convince somebody else to do it, uh, that would help me out quite a bit. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Have a great rest of your day and remember to shoot for the moon. 